All right, here we go for another exciting episode of the Placentia Podcast. Uh, today on episode 16, I'm joined by one of our very own students, Karina. How are you doing, Karina? I'm doing good. How are you, Garrett? I'm doing well. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us uh, what grade you're in and uh, what school you go to. Um, I am a freshman at Valencia High School, so across the street. Yeah, right across the street. So um, I have Karina on today because I thought it'd be really fun to do a little like state of adolescence or what's it like to be a teenager in 2018. And I think it would be really um, informative for all of us, including myself. And um, we'll talk a little bit about some of the differences maybe, at least from when I was a teenager, especially when it comes to uh, social media, communicating, friendships, dating, things like that, like how they seem to be a lot different today. Um, so are you ready? Yeah. So the first thing I want to talk about is a little bit like social media. And I think it'd be fun for you to tell us kind of your journey. Like, do you remember like in elementary school when you didn't have a phone yet? Like, did you want to get online? And then like, and then you got one. And then, and what was it like to be kind of pre, pre social media when you just like hung out with friends in person? And then what was it like to kind of transition when you first got a phone? All right. So in elementary, it was actually kind of awkward for me because I was like, my friends were like barely getting phones in like sixth grade. So it's kind of awkward. I was like, oh, um, you guys have a phone. Like, that's pretty cool, like, I guess. And honestly, I would say if anyone asked me what was like your favorite like era, I guess, of like your childhood, I was in elementary because it was more of like a interactive, oh, you want to play with me? Oh, we're friends all of a sudden type of thing. But me transitioning into social media it's been weird to be honest because it's like oh i'll be posting like i'll post something then i'll get a notification oh so and so posted this so it's like oh i have to go like their picture oh i have to go comment oh i have to go do this and like now it's like more of my friends focus on actually being on their phone when we're like in person or like we will go out to lunch or something it's like oh i'll be on my phone texting like my friend well why didn't you bring them oh because they had like stuff to do at home i was like then you should have been with them instead of like being on your phone when we're at lunch yeah yeah so instead of hanging out with us because you could come and your friend couldn't you're like texting your friend the whole time who couldn't even come yeah why don't you just go hang out with them i know and or it's like you'll be talking to them about something like really personal and they'll be down looking at their phone and you're like Oh, it literally feels like talking to a wall. Yeah, that's so funny. So uh, something I think that we can all relate to um, probably is a little bit of like, especially adolescents, like feeling left out, maybe even like kind of marginalized or bullied. Like, you know, I think growing up for me, it was like there was always the friend groups who maybe you're a part of. And then especially girls are good slash bad at this. Like you're no longer a part of this friend group. How does that play out today uh, does that play out online like as well as in person or is it still like, phys- you know, in person do you get kind of excluded from groups? Um, well, okay. So I had like a family, like not family, I mean friend problem where like one of this, like this girl took something like to the second level and she, well, one of our friends, Kevin, he started a group chat and he was like, oh, okay, like play the victim card. And like, we were all like texting and then she left the group so it's like it felt like in reality she actually did leave the group Mm. like when you were excluding them so i was like oh like it feels weird because like now it's like i get it like she hurt me also she hurt all my friends 
So it's like we'll just cross paths and pretend like we're strangers, like we never met. Oh my gosh! Because it because, and, and she first initiated this disconnection by leaving the group chat. By leaving the group chat, and then like she left our groups. Well, she stopped talking to like individually, like to all of us. Then she left our group. Then she just like we cross paths and we pretend like we never knew oh each my other. Gosh. Isn't there this thing where like a group of people will start group chats and then not include somebody and like it's an inside joke or like an inside thing and it's kind of like uh, purposely excluding someone yeah or well it's like that also or like oh like me and you like we're having a conversation and like we have a third person and it's like oh Gary, did you see the group chat and then the third person's like wait what group chat and we're like oh we didn't invite you sorry oh. and then like we'll start like a separate group chat from the original one we had and include that person but in reality we're just talking behind their back yeah yeah like that's how group chats play out nowadays wow that's so savage sometimes right yeah but i don't think that's unusual i think uh teenagers something that's true of, of adolescents when you study the psychology of adolescents is they are always tempted to find uh, their own spaces right so you've seen like that 70s show or whatever and like, oh, yeah. like the basement was like their space right like <laughs> yeah like video games or i guess they were like arcade games back then yeah arcade they're like in nintendos yeah yeah and they could like stay up late and like they didn't have digital spaces and then like you've seen shows where like they have like a fort and it's like no girls allowed oh, yeah like, like no girls girls are allowed or like the girls like go out to eat or something oh no guys allowed right yeah so i think i think we do the same thing now teenagers do the same thing but they do it through social media yeah and like group chat like like you're not invited or or like that their parents don't know about like that's not like that shady because we did that as teenagers too we wanted to hang out and not that our parents didn't know where we were but they didn't know what we were doing like go to a friend's house they don't have to know every second of what we're doing you know like at a sleepover because we want to feel independent as teenagers that we can make some of our own decisions so i think that still plays out but it's interesting how it plays out on social media yeah it's also funny because a lot of people are like, oh, like, did you see so-and-so's post? And I'm like, no, because, like, I'm, I got disconnected for a while, for, like, a month. And everyone's like, oh, where's your phone? I was like, I'm not on it. They're like, oh, well, you're missing out on a lot of stuff. I was like, I know. That's the whole point. Hmm. And a couple of my friends are actually addicted to their phones. Like, they have to be on their phones 24-7. Oh, did you see, like, Kim Kardashian posted this post? Or... Kylie Jenner posted this or like, oh, there's rumors going about this. And I'm like, you're just addicting yourself more to like interacting. And now like we did a study at school where in my health class where kids two ages between infant to like not toddlers, like 10, 11 year olds are already like being on digital devices. And we're like, oh, that's why like Toys R Us is going out of cell because they're more initiate like more into the actual tablet than being into like actual toys yeah so my cousin she gave birth and we're like we showered her with a bunch of toys and she was like why are this for well because you're not you're not teaching your kid digital devices till he goes to elementary yeah yeah that's uh that's not good lucy has her own tablet and (laughs) lucy's five if you don't know and she uh we we really it's like a kindle like a first gen kindle and it has tv shows and some games on it and uh, we go through times where we let her play with it for a while and then we kind of lose it on purpose for a month or two. But Adeline, who just turned like 18 months, she 
hasn't learned how to unlock our phone, but you can see how she sees things on the phone and she knows that you can like tap on them. But now she knows that you can, they like swipe is a gesture. Oh, yeah. She doesn't just tap on like pictures. She like tries to swipe it to see the next picture. And I'm like, she can't even talk, but she can already swipe through photos on her phone. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about Facebook, right? So I had this really um, interesting kind of overall perspective on Facebook because when I first started in youth ministry, it was 2007. And that's technically when Facebook launched. I graduated college in 2006. And so I saw this like, at first I saw the beginning, like some students were into it and some were hesitant. And I remember uh, going to churches and it was like, uh, who had Facebook and who didn't because it was just so early on. And then, and then it gained steam. And I think it kind of peaked out a couple years ago when all my students were on Facebook and and not and maybe only there's probably a time when they're only on Facebook, but then Instagram was a thing, and and then last couple of years I'm having to I'm seeing a difference with my younger students who are on it but don't use it that much, and my older students who are on it, and I can engage them on it like we can text or they'll respond to the events on Facebook, um, and then the younger students I have to remind them to go check Facebook because not checking it, and you're like the first generation of students who don't even use it. So tell us, those of us who think Facebook is not amazing, but they think it's the quintessential social media site that you can do anything and everything. Why don't you see a need to have a Facebook account? Um, well, it's like Instagram and Facebook are honestly becoming the same thing. Instagram, you can like a picture, you can comment, you can send it to someone. Facebook, you can like it, you can comment, you can send it to someone. Um, and now it's like, like DMing, it's like, oh, you have like WhatsApp men- or messaging. DMing is direct yeah. messaging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, I don't know, like I personally don't need it because like all my family members, I have them on my Instagram account or like all of like my friends have them on Instagram and Facebook, like I don't have it, but my mom's like not addicted, but like she really does like to scroll and look through pictures or like scroll and look what my aunts are doing. And I was like, She's like, oh, you want a Facebook account? I was like, not really. I was like, I'll just stick to Instagram and Snapchat right now. Yeah, yeah. What about like, um, I agree. I think Facebook has so many features that it's like, if all you want to do is connect with your friends and, and they're not on it, why would you go on it? But what about like, I know we have a Facebook page, like the youth group. But what about like, what if your cheer squad had like a Facebook group where they're going to give you the schedule for the upcoming tournament? Like, and then like, who's going to carpool? And you can go on the Facebook group and discuss who's going to carpool where like would you join it then or would you just like mm, not have someone tell you what is happening on the facebook group not really because um after every practice if we're going to go through tournaments or we're going to go to practice like at a different place because our gym's being used well we have a group chat but like texting group chat and it's like all the parents all the students both coaches so it's like oh so we have a tournament. Who's carpooling with who? Who has how much room? Who has the space? Oh, who can take the cheer bags? Who can take the bows? And stuff like that. So it's like, oh, like, not, I don't really, like, want to use it. Because I'm not going to say I'm not, like, I really do like scrolling through Instagram. But I'll still be like, okay, I really need to, like, get off. So, like, I'll disconnect for, like, a couple of weeks. And then I'll go back on. And it's like, it feels weird just getting the notifications again. Oh, someone posted this. Oh, someone posted that. Oh, someone commented this. Oh, someone commented that. Someone liked your comment. So it's like, it feels weird for me. So it's like, I Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram are honestly becoming all the same thing. Like, mm. they're all interacted with each other. So it's like, 
I really don't need. This is so sad for me. Okay, so this is like <laughs> I, I don't think Facebook is the latest and greatest thing, but I but like okay, so today on the youth group page, like I finished adding all the summer events. And then there's a summary event for Raging Waters, and I posted on on the event, hey guys, here's the form that you'll need starting in June. You know, and on that event is like an RSVP. I'm like, wouldn't this be sweet if like all my students RSVP'd on the Facebook group? I would know who's coming. I could message on the group like, hey guys, you know, uh, make sure you bring extra money for lunch or something changed. Like maybe something happened and we had to meet a half hour earlier or something. Like I could like everyone would see it you know like to me someone who works in ministry and works with people i'm like oh i just wish everybody was on it so i could contact everybody at the same time you know Mm -hmm. and then when people aren't on it it's like same reason if you have somebody who doesn't have like an app or you don't have like they don't have a phone yet you're like how can i message you if you don't have a phone you know but i'm just accepting that people are moving away from facebook i don't know it's hard (laughs) it's hard yeah um actually um, Vicky and AJ, they actually, cause they're on the actual group chat, like group, they'll be like, oh, Karina, like there's an event coming up. Are you going to go <laughs> so that we can RSVP for you? I was like, yeah. you. Oh, that's it. funny. That's funny. Well, maybe that's what it'll be. Or, or maybe, you know, maybe Facebook is going to be a thing like email or phone numbers and just, it just happens as you get older, you know, like, like you don't use email that much. And then like college students use email a lot more and then adults use it like every day in their job. So maybe if Facebook has the ability to last, maybe we'll just see it become more of a thing as you get older. I, I don't know. Cause AJ and Vicky use it quite a bit, you know, and I don't know if they used it when they were younger, we should ask them. Um, <laughs> but maybe as you get older, there's more need to interact on different and different ways. And so you'll use it like that. Okay. So let's talk about, I have two more things I want to talk about. The first, first thing is streaks because nobody knows oh what streaks God. are. So tell us what streaks are and tell us kind of like, um, now, what is the expectation? I, I know, I know. For example, you and I talked briefly before this. Like on Instagram, there's like, hey man, like your friends, you want to be supportive, so you give them likes and comments, and you just like you just go through and like every single photo of your friends so that they know you're there, which is interesting for people who didn't grow up with social media. But then you, now you have streaks in Snapchat where it's like you get a badge. Just tell us a little bit about it and tell us why you think it's a big deal for a lot of people. Um. Okay. So Snapchat streaks are technically. You and the person, so you Snapchat, let's say you Snapchat Jerry. So you Snapchat Jerry, and then Jerry Snapchats you back for, like, continuous days. So you can go on for a full week. After three days, you get, like, your little badge that says three and, like, a little fire strike. And, like, the dates the dates keep adding up as you guys keep Snapchatting each other back and forth. It's on, A lot of people really worry about it because they're, like, like me, like I got my phone taken away a couple, like a couple months ago, and I was like freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, who's gonna do my Snapchat streaks? Who's gonna like text my friends?" And now it's like I got my phone back, and I felt kind of weird. So it's like I let half of them die, like minish down, and I had like zero. Like I was just texting them like once in a while. You lost all your streaks. I did. Well, I lost half of them. The other half, like I was able to save when I got my phone back. How did you save it if it had only been it'd been more than a day? If it's it's it gives you twenty four hours. So it's like, I logged onto my friend's account. I was like, no, I logged onto my friend's phone. I was like, Luis, let me borrow your phone. He was like, for what? I was like, I got my phone taken away. I need to send my streaks. He was like, just give me your password. I'll send it for you. I was like, okay. And he's, he was like sending them. And then he forgot to send it for two days. And my streaks were like slowly dying like day by day as the days went by. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. I was like freaking out. I was like, But great. why? Like what is the value in the streak? Like, I don't what, know. It's like. What's the pressure to keep well, it? Well, for me, it's like, I kept it with like my really close friends. So it's like, if we lose it, it's like, oh, 
there goes something in our friendship. I was like, oh my god. Is it maybe like a representation of like of so there's so many people on Snapchat, people who are in your friend group, people who are not in your friend group, or you know, but the people who are really close to you, you should have high streaks. Is that what it feels like? Yeah, like at first when I actually did like didn't lose any, I had like a 500 day streak. Then I lost it. It's like and a I, year and a half. Yeah, and I lost it, and I felt so bad. But then I was like. I shouldn't feel bad for something that, like, I might, like, end up getting addicted to. So I was like, yeah, okay. no. Do you feel like, I don't know if you're unique, but do you feel like a lot of students, like, recognize that it's not great to be on your phone all the time, but they do it anyways? Or do you know people who are like, the phone is my only friend? Or, like, because you seem to talk about, like, yeah, you understand the value of taking a break, but maybe we don't. Do a lot of students talk like that? Like, I want to take a break from my... Not really. A lot of them are like, oh, yeah, like, I'll take a break. And they'll, like, be off of it for, like, an hour. And they're like, oh, my God, like, I'm missing so many notifications. I was like, dude, do you really want your phone vibrating in your pocket, like, every 20 seconds? They're like, no. I was like, then you really need a break off of your phone. They're like, I know. I was like, honestly, like, you really just don't need to be on your phone all the time. Like, for me, like, it's weird if I enter, like, yeah, like, I'll Snapchat my friends, like, to text them back. But if someone sends me streaks and I don't have them with them, I'll just, like, leave them on scene. And then it got to the point where, like, I really didn't want my phone vibrating a lot. I put, if you send me streaks, I'll block you on my story. So everyone, like, (laughs) stopped sending me because, like, they didn't want me to block them. So I was like. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is, uh, this is kind of a personal philosophy I have with, with social media, is like consume versus create. So like we consume a lot, like imagine the, um, if, if you're listening, imagine just scrolling through your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed and you haven't, you just consume people's like content, you know, photos, videos. And then you look at your Facebook account and you've got like two photos from 2015, you know, like then you're just, you're just consuming and you're not participating. So I, I try to make sure that it's balanced. It's way easier to just watch people's things, right? Like it's way, yeah. way easier on Instagram just to watch story after story after story. And then if you create, then it's like maybe a personal photo. But here's this thing that I think is really interesting with teenagers is that like you might have this desire to like make a video or do like a funny, a funny Facebook, sorry, a funny Instagram story. But then you get kind of like, who are you? Like, I don't care about your, your, know, your YouTube yeah. video. So tell us a little bit like this pressure, like you might want to make a YouTube video, but your friends would actually like make fun of you instead of watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. So, um, well, personally I did have a YouTube channel, but then I stopped doing it because I got really busy and I got really lazy to edit. But it's like, you can say, Oh, go watch my video. or Oh, text me if you want like a, to be honest or Oh, stuff like that. And it's, it, well, for me, it got annoying because I was, like, scrolling and it's, like, the same thing. Everyone was posting the same thing. Or if, like, there was a fight at school, everyone would post about the fight or everyone would post about who won. So I was, like, it's boring, kind of, but then at the same time, it's, like, oh, like, it's their life. Like, you really can't tell them anything. But a lot of people do, like, I know one of my friends, she has a YouTube channel and a lot of people have, like, been, like, oh, like, you're really doing a YouTube channel. Like, you're really going to be that lame. It's like, yeah, like I'll, me knowing me, like I'll go watch it, like like her video, I'll subscribe. But it's like a lot of people just like make fun of it because they're like, oh, like you can be wasting your time doing so much more. But yet you're like over here making a video. Right. Like 
they somehow look down on trying to be an influencer, right? Like, oh, like if a girl had like a makeup video, a lot of girls would be like, those are so lame. Instead of like, oh, that's so cool that you're making videos. Yeah. I or, watched it. It was so fun. Yeah. Or some girls are like, oh, like you really didn't like blend your eyeshadow in, right? Or you didn't do this to your thing. I was like, like a lot. Like I have, I saw one influencer online and she got so much hate towards her videos. She was like, oh, like, why are you posting this? Like, you're not even an influencer. And like, she's really starting up. I was like, this is so like. Like, this is what our generation is. Like, everyone's putting each other down instead mm-hmm. of putting each other up. No, you're right. I think it's so much easier to be critical, right? Like, of other people instead of encouraging. For example, like, now that this you're on this podcast, it would be weird. I know it would be because I'm around teenagers. Like, you're not going to share this on your social media. Like, hey, I was on the podcast. Like, you guys should. You might. But then you'd be self-conscious that people would be like, why is Karina on a podcast? Like, podcasts are lame, right? Like, do you feel like that pressure is there? Yeah, like... The solidarity video that I did because I was in LIT last year and I'm doing cohort this year. Um, a lot of people were like, wait, you're that one girl from the solidarity video, right? Where we're getting community service from. I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, you like your bow wasn't even like I had my chair bow on that day. And they're like, your bow was, isn't even straight. Like it's bent. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, can you guys please like say, oh, like I like your video. Like you should keep doing them. And I was like. I was self-conscious about myself. Yeah, because you're putting yourself out there when you're on social media in a way that just isn't tiny, small, consuming ways. If you're out there and you want to create something, it's really like you're really worried about what people are going to say. Yeah. And I don't think that, you know, I don't think as a culture we've really learned how to support people in that way. And I think even us as adults think that students are going to be the ones out there creating lots of social media content, streaming gamings online or making fun little videos but then there's a lot of pressure to not because you kind of want to fit in and just like not stand out because then you have a chance for someone to say something negative. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all we have for today. Karina, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Gareth. And uh, I just want to remind everyone that uh, you can uh, subscribe to this. Make sure you subscribe to this on your smartphones. If you don't know how to do that, um, find me on Sunday morning. We actually just went live on Google Play. So if you don't have an iPhone, and you're not sure how to get podcasts yet, there's an easy way you can get them on your Google Play Store app. So that'll be one way, easy way you can get them. And also we'd love to see you uh, Sundays at 9.30. And don't forget, on June 17th, uh, service starts at 10 o'clock. So we'll see you then. Bye.